Hello! Welcome to episode number 11 of Self-Improvement and Spirituality in Practice, Blooming with Gracie Hu. Today I'm going to give you case examples, two case examples, one of sabotaging sub-personality and how it really sabotaged someone's life. And the second example will be of a case of transforming reality. Gracie here. I've been a therapist for 18 years, an astrologer with more than 30 years of studies already, and I'm also an independent spiritualist from Brazil. I became my own guru, yes, and a reality changer. And today I help people motivated by self-improvement to become their own gurus too and to transform their reality consciously and how using their hidden inner powers because the cause of everything in your life is within you and to change the effects you need to work on the cause so if you want to understand certain situations in your life and change your reality for the better Stay here and let's have a conversation. A sabotaging subpersonality, or just sub as I call them, can do a lot of damage in an individual's life, really. And at the first moment, it seems to work as an enemy, but the real intention of the sub is to protect the person from suffering somehow. And uh, here I'm going to give an example of a powerful sub and the extension of its actus in someone's life. This case was with a client of mine who came to me with uh, professional issues. She was a very frustrated attorney because no matter what she did, she just couldn't grow and succeed in her career. All bosses she had so far were too demanding and rude, you know, men who used to yell at their employees and always in a bad mood and also all the public exams she took were frustrating because even scoring high she was always left behind for like two or three points only and she started telling me this i really love my work and being an attorney but i'm starting to think that I should change to another profession maybe because I'm not getting result with this one and I feel I'm failing and perhaps I should be doing something else to be successful and fulfilled. So she was very frustrated at that point of her life. And the first thing I did was ask her data to raise her birth charge because I use astrology as a tool to know who I'm really dealing with and what are their main challenges in life. And when I see specific tense aspects in the chart, I can immediately identify sabotaging subs causing trouble in life. 
In this case, I could see a sub I called the rebel, and her rebellion was basically against my client's mother. I saw that in her birth chart, not only the sabotaging sub and what kind of sub was that, but what was her basic motivation. It was really against my client's mother. And I saw her mother on her chart also, all the planets representing the mother, who was very demanding and critical, bossy, dominating, always dissatisfied, always in a bad mood, and very extremely ambitious in a social way. And my client, and I could see that in her birth chart also, my client herself was very needy and emotionally immature. And because she was always hungry for what I call emotional food, she grew up doing everything to please, or at least to try to please her mother and have her approval so she could receive attention, affection and love. And the mother, being very vain, used her daughter as a trophy for her performance in raising the perfect girl because social recognition and approval were very important to her, her mother. But as my client grew up and became an adult, she at some point started to realize that nothing she did really pleased her mother. There was a lot of dissatisfaction, complaint, and fight with her. And the mother wanted her, just for an example, the mother wanted her to follow her father's career as a dentist, but she wanted to go to law school. And uh, my client said to me, my father was okay with my decision to go to law school, but my mother was very angry and we had a big fight. She yelled at me, you are going to be a shitty lawyer. And she also said, I had to fight very hard against everyone to pursue my dream to become a lawyer. But now I feel she was right. My mother was right because I do feel like a shitty lawyer who didn't succeed. So can you see how the rebel sub emerges? It's like a very needy girl throwing a tantrum, very disappointed, angry and vindictive, whose speech to her mother was something like this. You don't give me what I want, which is emotional food, acceptance, support and, and love. So I won't do what you want. I will not be a trophy for you to proudly display to the world. I will not be a reason for pride for you. I will disappoint you in every way I can to fill you with shame. And I also do not accept that you rule over me and my life. So all this I could see just looking at her birth chart because all the symbols there talk to me in a very deep way. And because I trained my sensibility to identify the cause of anything any situation in life and astrology is a very powerful tool to get those answers. So in this case, what happened in practice? 
my client chose a profession quite different from the one her mother dreamed of and idealized just to contradict her and had to fight hard to assert her will rebelling against family authority and it didn't matter in this case whether or not she had a vocation to be a lawyer the goal was to basically upset contradict and irritate her mother and have satisfaction and pleasure resulting from it not to mention boyfriends who were always disapproved by her mother and also her husband her mother didn't agree with uh, her marriage but uh, anyway she married the man he wanted to marry and no matter her mother's disapproval and another reason to bother the demanding mother was her appearance because my client was overweight and she said no diet worked for her and her mother was always criticizing her body but guess what my client had a happy marriage and her husband was okay with her body only her mother was always criticizing and uh, unsatisfied with her appearance it was you know such a shame for her to have a daughter you know uh, with overweight and being a failure in her profession and the point here is that being moved by a willful and rebellious child who needed to fight to impose herself what the person ended up attracting to her life was precisely a struggle thus everything was difficult professionally and even having bosses like her own mother bossy critical dissatisfied and unbearable and if the basic motivation was not to do what the mother wanted well deep inside she just wanted to be socially proud of her daughter and what was the best way to go against her the mother don't be a source of pride of course and when i showed my client all this dynamic behind her apparent failure in life and her constant struggle and fights with her mother then she could see her sub-personality in an act of sabotage in this case everything that she did to succeed in her profession didn't work specialization courses to improve the resume competitive selection processes public tenders nothing worked and her career just didn't take off it was one failure after another and in the eyes of the world and her mother she always came out as a victim the poor thing the unlucky one because she struggled and the blame was always on something external like stupid bosses lack of recognition low salaries bad looking exams so we had to admit her sub was very smart and efficient and in addition to getting revenge on her mother she still posed unhappy to have her commiseration and the poor victim deep down a tremendous emotional vampire always got someone to give her attention and sympathy 
Also, it was never enough because the main recognition, which is that of the mother, never came because the mother got even more critical with so much disappointment with her daughter. And the question here was not a vocation, but good self-sabotage, which worked in an impressively effective way. See how uh, she came to me, this client, you know, thinking that maybe she should change to another career, not being a lawyer anymore. But uh, can you see how the real cause of so many struggles and frustrations in her professional life was not a matter of having or not vocation or being or not lucky enough? It was a very good self-sabotage. And uh, because in a dispute between conscious desire and the respective effort to obtain good results, and unconscious resistance, it is the unconscious that always, and I repeat this, always wins. And also, in this case, my client, you know, had a lot of anger inside of her. And uh, because, you know, so many fights with her mother and always trying to get her approval and love and not getting that. And of course, she had a lot of anger. And uh, anger is a great food for a sabotaging sub like this, the rebel. And the stronger the sub, the more powerful it becomes to create reality. And not only create reality, but really create obstacles in someone's life. Not to mention, in this case, an exaggerated tendency to drama and anxiety as the needy person will try to find emotional food in anyone. This makes them always expect a lot from others, which inevitably results in a lot of frustration. Of course, since no one will be able to give them what they really need, their own approval and love. And the harmful effect of the sub-rebels actions were very evident in my client's life. However, things could get even worse because she had given birth to a baby girl recently to our work and uh, because her sub was moved by this revolt and by the feeling of competition with her mother, my client could use her child as an instrument of revenge also. It would be something like this. I will prove to my mother that I'm much better than she is by making everything for my baby to be more loved, fulfilled and happier than I have ever been. And so the battle and revenge will continue for the next generation because she would end up using her daughter as a trophy too, just like her mother tried to do with her. She would become very competitive with her mother, trying to prove all the time that she could be a, man, a better mother with uh, her own daughter. Well, all this diagnosis made and uh, my client could finally realize 
how she was responsible for creating so many frustrations and failures in her professional life and so many fights with her mother and because she at this point of course she was already an adult but her sub-personality was still acting like a rebellious child and uh, being very aware of these sub-motivations and ways of acting, my client could finally realize that the core of everything was her deep emotional need. And as an adult, she could take responsibility for herself and not want her mother's approval and love anymore. And the negotiation with the sabotaging sub was basically like this, because I always, when I identify a sub, I always, with my client, talk to that sub and make a negotiation to have them stopping the sabotage and uh, starting to play in my client's team. So the negotiation in a case like this, it, because um, many other people can have the, the same aspects in their birth chart, so they will have basically the same kind of uh, rebel sub. So my talk is basically like this. You can stop the fight with the mother. There's no need to want what she cannot give because she's very unsatisfied with herself and her own life. She doesn't have a career on her own and that's why she's so frustrated in her social ambition. Stop doing everything to be a failure and a disappointment to her. Use your power to work for my client's success and peace instead of against her mother. You don't need to be a rebel anymore to prove your strengths and assert yourself. Well, the result of this work? My client's relationship with her mother changed a lot for the better. She could finally have inner peace without anxiety and drama because she was starting to get neurotic with her own baby and even her husband told her she was becoming just like her mother and she realized, oh my God, I'm really becoming like my mother with my own daughter. So dealing with that sub allowed her to improve and see good and significant changes in her life. And everything started by really being aware of the real cause of all the problems in her life. The fact that she was very needy, always wanting her mother's approval. And, uh, and since she didn't get that approval for her entire life, and uh, her sub started to be a rebel and uh, a reason for of shame for, for her mother and um, that's why everything she she tried to do even diets didn't work just to contradict her mother if you you really can see the real cause of a situation in your life and then you can go work on it if you work with the cause you can change the effects and you can see the change in your life that's how you can transform your life. And uh, since I trained, as I said, my sensibility to identify the cause of any situation, well, depending on the cause, you have to have 
a different approach and use a different technique and a different tool. In this case, the cause was a sabotaging sub that I could identify uh, not only the kind of sub but also the way it was acting in my client's life and I went to negotiate. But the, the thing is, since my client could finally realize and the, the cause was inside of her and she accepted that and changed her point of view and uh, her behavior um, to her mother and uh, she could finally, you know, get in peace with herself and not only understand that uh, why her life was that way, her professional life, but really get a deep comprehension about what to do in order to change that. And uh, it was really transforming. And uh, it, this is, was a very interesting case I, I wanted to share with you. And the other case is about changing, transforming reality, but uh, in a different way, because the cause here was not a sabotaging sub-personality. We create our reality with our beliefs, thoughts and emotions, which define our vibrating frequency or energy. And like attracts like. So if you want to change something in your life, you have to work on what is really causing that inside of you. In other words, is what I always say, to change or eliminate an effect, you need, you must work on its cause. And many times the cause is hidden very deep in our unconscious. But sometimes the case involves another person with, let's say, an unpleasant behavior. You know, when you just don't want to talk to someone because you are not in the mood to choose your words carefully in order not to offend someone, because there are people who can't stand the truth and their ego gets hurt very easily, even with small things. You may feel invaded somehow by an inconvenient person or maybe you just don't want someone to cross your path anymore. For those situations, I have a very simple but powerful tool. And um, this is a story with an example of this. I was talking to a friend of mine one day and she complained about her mother-in-law. She said, I like her, I really do, but my husband is too close to his mom and I can't tell him how uncomfortable I feel about her sometimes because she's a bit nosy. She always wants to know about my life and what I'm doing and also she wants a grandchild, but I and my husband don't think about having kids so soon. And I don't know what to do because I don't want to hurt her or my husband. I just wanted her not to meddle in my life. My friend already knew my work as a therapist and some techniques I use, so I taught her a different one. Like other tools I use and teach, this one is harmless and very effective because it acts in the person's energy field through their unconscious forces. So my friend followed my instructions and saw herself in the middle of a board like a chessboard. I like to use a board like a, a birth chart because all the 
astrological symbols are very strong in my mind and in astrology every house of the birth chart the, the birth chart is divided in 12 sections and each section which we call house is related to specific aspects of our life but if the the person knows nothing about astrology i ask them oh imagine you have a board you are in the middle of your board like a chessboard and uh, the board represents your life and it is divided into different areas of your life so in this case with my friend i told her you put your mother-in-law in the place reserved for mothers-in-law only not friends or parents because she's trying to to be your friend but uh, you don't consider her as your friend because you don't want her to meddle in, in your life and she's not your relative or your your mother right so you put your mother-in-law and in that place uh, specific for mothers-in-law you can create that area in your board and because we are in this case this exercise this practice is related with the forces of the unconscious the person really with their eyes closed can see all the images emerging from their mind their unconscious mind so at the first moment my friend described to me the image of that woman her mother-in-law beginning to protest because she didn't want to stay in that area of mothers-in-law so i asked my friend what do you want to do it's your board a mental representation of your life so you can do whatever you want do you want her out of your life no she said i like her she's a good person i just want her to shut up <laughs> when i gave my friend total freedom to act because i told her it's your body you can do whatever you want so she decided to sit her mother-in-law on a chair and tie her body with a rope and i continued what do you want to say to her just say it and she said to her mother-in-law i like you but you are not my friend nor my mom you were my mother-in-law the mother of my husband i don't want you to go to another part of my board so you stay right there and she described to me the image in her mind my friend said that woman continued to complain then my friend put a tape on her mouth <laughs> and we started to laugh because it was really funny and my friend finished the message you stay here tied up to that chair and quiet you are grounded and i won't release you until you stop meddling in my life and if you don't behave i won't give you a grandchild <laughs> that was really funny <laughs> And to finish the work, my friend ordered her power animal to watch the woman and not let her go. Because in this practice, we are dealing with the unconscious forces. There is one of them very intelligent and instinctive, actually, that I call a power animal. It's similar to the power animal of shamanism, but my concept is... Um, it's much deeper so i use 
the this power animal to work in this exercise to put boundaries you know to put to set limits in the board so in this case the order to my friend's power animal was to watch her mother-in-law uh, sit on that chair and uh, not let her go to any other place any other area of her board and a few days later my friend called me very surprised to say that her mother-in-law changed her behavior suddenly and was not being nosy anymore. See, actually, she was sweeter, having a very different behavior. Then I said to my friend, you can go back to your board and free that woman because she already got the message in her unconscious. I myself use this tool, the board practice or exercise, when I don't want someone in my life anymore bothering me. Because have a discussion to explain my reasons can be tiring, right? And I know this tool works in silence and peace. So I just ask my power animal to put that person out of my board and watch that they don't come in again. And the reason why this practice is so powerful is that it deals with inner forces in the unconscious of the people involved in it. So the other person will get the message in a deep and subtle way, but it has to be used for good, not to harm anyone. Otherwise, bad consequences can come back because actually, this is mental magic. What is magic? Magic is about dealing with energy to reach a specific purpose, a specific goal. So depending on the intention behind that magic, it can be called black magic or white magic. The difference, you know, magic is one thing, the difference between the good and the bad one and also the consequences of it will depend on the intention. So you have your board is a mental and energetic representation of your life. You can do whatever you want in your board. You can put people out of it or in specific areas of your life, say, so if you don't want someone to be your friend, just, you know, like a, a co-worker, you can put them in your co-worker area, but you cannot go into someone else's board and do whatever you want there, because otherwise you will be invading their space. And if they are, you know, quiet in peace, and you invade their, their space, they have all the right to defend themselves. And every time someone tries to impose their will to force someone to do whatever they want, they are not acting in an ethical way according to the universal laws. So they will have the effects, the bad effects coming back to them. So we are basically free to do whatever we want, but uh, the consequences, we will have to face them somehow. That's why acting with ethics is very important. I also have a case using this practice uh, with another client. 
she was working uh, just another example uh, she was working in a big law firm and uh, she was that kind of person very you know uh, nice to everyone so she always had like uh, candies and chocolates in her desk to offer to her co-workers and there was this co-worker of her who every day used to to go to her desk and to you know to get some candy and and talk but uh, this client of mine she did therapy with me for for a good period of time so at some point small things that could seem like silly the, she was just telling me because any uncomfortable situation she was free to talk in therapy right and uh, she one day she came to me saying that oh i have this co-worker she's kind of nice but uh, her behavior now is starting to bother me because she comes to my desk every afternoon to you know with that excuse to get a candy but uh, it's uh, it's starting to get uncomfortable because she always comes complaining about something she's so negative she you know she became so negative recently and uh, i i don't want this anymore but i don't know how to say this to her because i, I don't want to create a bad relationship a bad situation i don't want to hurt her but I, i just don't know what to do then i said to her let's do something and uh, she did this board uh, practice this board exercise and her intention was to have that co-worker out of her space uh, workspace so she wouldn't go to her desk anymore to complain about anything not even to ask for a candy and what happened the next week she came to therapy and i asked her what happened with that co-worker and she said you won't believe this but the next day we did that exercise the board exercise that girl didn't show up at my desk anymore <laughs> she disappeared and uh, the whole week she never came back to me like uh, asking for a candy or especially complaining about anything i am free of that annoying situation and uh, we left because i know this this exercise when it's well done because i know how to do it i know how to guide someone to do it to deal with their um, unconscious forces and when it's well done well with me is always well done then it's really you know not only powerful but very effective and you can see the results even in the next day so see when you deal with uh, unconscious forces you don't have to really struggle uh, to talk to people and um, to try hard you just put your inner forces your inner intelligence to work for you this just you know um, techniques uh, some of the techniques i use in my work as a therapist and as a reality transformer because i became not only my own guru but uh, a reality transformer and i teach my clients how to get access to their unconscious forces and uh, inner intelligences their power i show them the tools they have and how to use them to 
work on the cause of any situation and really change the effects and actually at the end transform their reality and you can you can ask me gracie where did you learn those you know so different techniques unique techniques well i learned them with the higher spirituality in another dimension uh, through astral projection and i trained my sensitivity to identify the cause of any situation and with these tools i can work on the cause and it's not only having the right tools but also having the knowledge and the experience on how to work how to use those tools in order to really make a change and at this point of my life i've been a therapist for 18 years already at this point of my life i had this call from my soul my higher self to share my knowledge with other people but not every people actually this because not everyone is is ready for this in terms of being mature in their consciousness anyway i'm launching a program a 90-day program really designed to teach those techniques to really go deep into someone's main challenges in life and to make like a, a cleaning you know emotional and uh, psychological cleaning you know removing all the inner garbage and uh, working with the sabotaging subpersonalities to unlock and unblock any unconscious and inner resistance and which can be causing you know difficulties and uh, in life uh, of course frustrations and even pain this course is designed to do soul retrievals of um, as many lost parts of the soul as necessary and um, to show your tools in the tools and uh, to teach you how to use those tools so at the end of the three months you can become your own guru you can become independent your own therapist and uh, able to manage any situation in your life and also learn how to do better with yourself with others and life itself because i will teach you about the laws of life it's much deeper than the law of attraction and the secret is much much deeper and also the concept of sabotaging subpersonalities is much deeper than the saboteurs that the people talk about in coaching specifically especially so it's a very deep work uh, three months and to really teach people how to be able to transform their reality consciously and that's the name of my program transforming reality consciously so if uh, this message somehow my offer touched you inside and you felt the call for this to become your own guru your own therapist to become independent and uh, able to transform your own reality what 
should you do? You should message me. <laughs> you can send me a voice message um, in my podcast using my host, which is Anchor. It's uh, a audio message up to one minute. Oh, you can even better. You can go to my Instagram account, which is at Gracie Who, G-R-E-I-C-Y-H-O-O. You can send me a direct message and we can talk more about my program. It's really something to help you bloom to your best version. And uh, it's to teach you how to transform your life. And uh, it's not only that I'm giving you teachings, actually making a work with you, an intensive work, like two weekly calls during three months, It's like a very intensive therapy process for you to transform your life and learn how to do it by yourself later independently. Okay, so if you are really interested in this, um, just DM me and uh, we can talk more about this. Okay, that's it for today. I hope this three cases, uh, this sabotaging sub-personality and the two examples of transforming reality were not only interesting and, and entertaining, maybe, but also helpful somehow to understand how your reality is created. Because I was talking about this in the previous episode, how your reality is created. So those examples were to show you that uh, depending on the real cause of a situation, the technique and the tools to work on it are different. And each case is a different case. So that's it for today. Just DM me and we can talk more about my program. Okay, stay well and we'll talk again in the next episode.